1: hi i'm joel Gro welcome to another episode of the unveiling grace podcast
2: and i'm lynn wilder and we have a guest with us again this we do. is part two mary hilding the last time we were talking to mary she had gotten us four months into a new marriage um, she and her husband had recently left mormonism but he said to her that he was headed back and was hoping she'd go back as well um, and then Mary said that she was back and forth, in and out of Mormonism for the next five years, really struggling with what was true and where to find community.
3: Welcome, Mary. Thank you, Len and Joel.
1: Hey, we're glad to have you back. So go ahead and pick up your story, kind of where you left off last time. And yeah, we'll continue, we'll go from here.
3: So after five months of being married, my husband ends up leaving, and that following May, we end up um, completely divorced. and so I. Now, was, I'm going to
1: stop you right there, because that's like, so did he say why he was leaving you? Because he agreed to leave the Mormon church with you, you said in the last episode. Yes. But you said that he had really secretly hoped that after you'd been married for a while, you'd go back. So what prompted him to finally say, you know what, I'm out of here?
3: I think it was because he had actually went back to the Mormon church, and he knew I wasn't going to go back with him.
1: Got it. Okay.
3: And so, um, and so he ends up leaving, going back, and he wanted a temple
1: marriage, I assume.
3: And yeah. he wanted a temple marriage. Yes. Mm-hmm.
1: Yes. Wow. It's so there. I mean, so there you are, just kind of left in the dust. In the
3: dust. Yes. So I got really mad at the Mormon Church for for a couple years. Um, didn't want anything to do with it, and. But I I continued to go to church just because I knew that was the right thing to do.
1: Okay, um, Mormon church Mor- or, Mormon or, a, or a regular non-Mormon church, church, non-Mormon church. Okay, yeah.
3: okay. Like before, every three or four months I'd go to a different church, just trying to fit in. Then one day I decided that <clears throat> the Mor- it wasn't the Mormon church that got my husband to leave; it was his choosing. And so I had given the Mormon Church a, a second shot. Did that give you the satisfaction you were looking for? It did at the time. Um, it, Like I said in my last episode, I really craved community. And the Mormon Church is, I mean, that they do that really, really well.
1: Yeah. And especially coming off of a broken relationship where you have... Your husband walk out I mean that leaves a void a relational spiritual social emotional void and so it's very understandable that you'd go back to the Mormon Church but what happens as you go back
3: so I went back and a few months later ended up meeting this band um, by the name of Adams Road who um, they're they're all ex ex ex-Mormons uh, former Mormons and they.
1: So, how did you hear about a former Mormon band while you're in the Mormon church?
3: A friend of mine actually had um, come in contact with the Unveiling Grace DVD.
1: Oh, okay, sure. And
3: she had me watch it, and so I was like, okay, this is really cool. Like a whole entire family um, ended up coming out of the church, which is unusual. And right. finding Jesus. And finding Jesus, finding yeah. the biblical Jesus, yeah.
1: Okay, so you heard they were coming to town?
3: Yeah, so they came to my mom's church, and they had the book Unveiling Grace, which was written by Lynn Wilder.
1: Yay, Lynn. They had given me a copy. <laughs> the Holy
3: Spirit wrote it.
2: It's
1: not my fault. <laughs>
3: they had given me a copy. I contacted Lynn. We were in contact for a couple months, and, but at the time, I was doing Christianity and Mormonism, she basically told me I needed to choose. Yep. I needed to stop living a double-minded life. I chose Mormonism again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And stopped talking to Lynn, stopped talking to Adams Road. Which didn't freak me out because that's not unusual,
2: right? right? The,
1: the in the, and out for yeah. so many people. The
3: back and forth.
1: Yes. In the okay. early stages. But you're, you're out unusual. now so something happened to so, work. <laughs> so i'm out
3: now i did the mormon church for four months looking back at it now i totally know it was the lord but i heard a voice say you need to contact lynn wilder and i was like there's no way there's no way in my wildest dreams i'm ever going to talk to her again but i ended <laughs> up calling her and i said lynn i feel like i need to talk with you and um, she said that's totally the lord Because next month, Mike and I are going to be in Indianapolis. I want you to come over. Okay. (laughs) So I went over, went to a couple of their speaking engagements, and also ended up staying with her sister's family, who are very devout Christians. Yes. So she knew what she was doing. Yeah. And so I went to church with them the next day, and... And after spending probably five or six hours talking with Lynn and Mike the night before, went to church and the pastor spoke about grace and how we don't have to work for God's approval. Oh my! Wow! Perfect. What totally the Lord. Yes. <laughs> totally the Lord.
1: And so now, did that finally resonate with you in a way?
3: It did. That
1: went deep. It
3: really did. So that that afternoon. I went and for the like I went to one of their speaking engagements and for the first time in 30 some years I felt like scales just completely fell from my eyes and I was able to see I, I mean I thought even before I went to Mormonism I thought I was living my own faith growing right. up as a pastor's kid it's easy to to lean on what your dad or what your mom believed right and not your own
1: right not your and, own and have a walk that's pretty much imitative of everybody around you
3: exactly exactly and that's what mine was until this day may 17 2015 was wow. the day that i had given my heart to the lord it's not been an easy walk but it's been very i i feel at peace i've not i've not looked back going back to the Mormon Church. I've not had a desire for that. Um, God has just really um, freed me from that. He's also freed me from uh, within the last year with having any desires to be Part of the LGBT community.
1: I mean, that's the thing. That's the big difference between somebody who's simply living within a religious system. And you can live within the Christian religious system just as easily as you can live within the LDS or the Jehovah's Witness or any performance-based yeah. religious system. Right. The difference is when you come to Christ, when you accept the gift of grace, God puts his Holy Spirit in you. Yes. And and then everything changes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Whoever, John... Uh, It says in John, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged but has crossed over from death to life and the Holy Spirit enters you, you become a new creation. But then walking out that new life is something called sanctification. Yes. And that is a process. Right. But, but only when the Holy Spirit is in you and you're fully committed to the Jesus of the Bible does that process begin to take place.
1: Right. And it's, it's a living out of what's already in. And within yes. performance-based religion, it's almost always an attempt to take something from the outside and get it to become an inner reality. That'll always be a struggle. But once the Holy Spirit comes in, then it's a matter of working out what's already in. And yeah, it's a process. And you would probably say the struggle didn't end. No, definitely not. <laughs> in some ways, sometimes it gets harder because now you know the right to do. So you come to Christ, you come to faith, grace invades your life. And where has God taken you since then?
3: So um, on my way home from in Indiana, I pray that... God would just open the doors for me to be able to share my story with people. And literally three days later, I get a phone call from Lynn. Now in the first, first session, um, Nauvoo, I had talked about being the granddaughter of Nauvoo of the, of the missionaries there. And so she, her and Mike were going to be in Nauvoo a couple, couple weeks later, and she had asked to come share my testimony. Okay. Right
2: in Nauvoo, where
3: you knew right. all the Mormon <laughs>
1: missionaries. Wow. Right in Nauvoo. Right.
3: Yeah. yeah. So did you? I did. Yeah. I was like, okay, wow. Lord. Wow, <laughs> praise
1: God. Okay, you know, and that's an act of God. You, you would not have been able to do that no. without the Holy Spirit in you bringing about that internal change. Wow, that is so cool. Yeah. So and, how did that go?
3: And it went really well. Actually, one of um, the closest missionaries that I came to came to know was actually there. She told me beforehand that she didn't necessarily agree with what I was doing, but she wanted to be there to support me. Okay. And she
2: showed up with her computer and was typing what I was saying, which was like amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God, you know, because this is the
3: gospel of grace. Take it in, right? Yeah. Yeah. So that same weekend, we went and spoke in a church in Iowa and Lynn and Mike, I ended up getting baptized.
1: Oh, cool! Okay, to that cool. the Fantastic. Christian Church.
3: They actually ended up baptizing me.
1: Yeah. Did it really, Lynn and Mike did? Yeah. Oh, how cool! Yeah. I didn't know that part of the story at all. <laughs> no. That's that's great. Okay.
3: Since then, um, God has has really opened doors for me to be involved um, in a church in Peoria, Illinois. Been there almost two years, which is the longest I've been in okay. any church. Good. Yay. Um, so I've just been um, able to, like, I'm, I'm a, I love to plan things. Okay. And so um, we, we had Lynn and Mike come and speak for 10 days in surrounding areas. Um, and I was able to, to get that going. Um, we just had Adams Road at, at my church a couple of days ago.
1: All right. How cool.
3: So we were able to, I was able to, to work on that and, um, and just, just being involved in a community and Living Waters, the church I go to so much like the Mormon church and just the fact that they're big in community Okay. and this is actually the, the first and not saying any, not saying there are no community Christian churches out there. Cause I know there are. Right. But trying to find one that is big in community is hard, and so finding Living Waters is community,
2: as yeah. if God knew what you needed yeah. and provided. Yeah.
1: Right. And and again, that's I mean something because we have a lot of people that are in transition that are beginning to have questions that listen um, to these podcasts, and our message to them always is. This is a process, this is a journey of faith. Wherever you are in this process, wherever you are in this journey, let God take you the next step, knowing that if you're willing to trust God with your life, you're willing to trust grace, He will open doors, He will give you what you need. Because mm-hmm. God, above everybody else, any religious system, any other person, knows your needs. And He wants to meet those needs right. in Jesus. Right. So, tell us a little bit about how... I guess the whole personal relationship with Jesus, connection with God now, um, because like you said, your whole thing, so much of what drove your life was this desire for relationship, desire for intimacy, desire for community, for connection with people. Has that happened with God? Have you found that personal connection with God?
3: Yes. I've been able to spend um, usually... I try to spend every day with the Lord, um, and, and somebody had told me, this was a couple years ago, someone had said, you know, like, you can't have a relationship with somebody if you don't spend time with them, right, and so, and God wants the same thing, like, if you don't spend time with God, like, you can't have a relationship with Him, and so, for me, like, I try to spend time with the Lord, I try, you know, like, I, 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 um, I mean, there are some days where, like, it gets so hectic that I don't, but, and it's, I mean, it's, you know, God doesn't condemn me for not doing that, but at the same time, like, he, he has just really, like, given me peace and, and just, um, serenity and just who he is, and, um, and... You know, he has, he has plans for my life. And uh, yeah, and so...
1: So we know that God speaks through the Word. That's how he connects with us. Mm-hmm. Right. Do you have any verses that have become meaningful, significant to you as you've grown, developed in this walk?
3: Yeah, so the, one of the verses that um, I became well, well aware of after leaving the Mormon church was Jeremiah 29.11. Okay. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope in a future. And for me, he he wants he wants what's best for us. Yes. And he and he knows what's best for us. Yes. Um and so you know and, and, and he wants to just be he just wants to be friends with us and um, just love us unconditionally. Yes. Um. And so, and another one is Romans six fourteen. Okay. Um, and and that one says, sin is no longer your master, for you no longer live under the requirements of the law. Instead, you live under the freedom of God's grace.
1: Mm, wow. So, are there areas that you have found freedom relationally, socially, spiritually? As you started this new walk? How how is God because the gospel is a gospel transformation. Right. Um, don't be conformed any longer to this world. Be transformed mm-hmm. by the renewing of your mind. Romans thirteen, I'm pretty sure. 13, 1 and two, I think that is. We'll put it in the show notes. Anything anything we can't remember for sure, we just put in the show notes for people. So that. we cover ourselves that way. How have you seen this transformation take place? Where have you seen areas of transformation in your life?
3: So Couple areas. One is um, not, not going back to Mormon church. I mean, not being wishy washy of, of my relationship. Um, and not, not depending on man to give me um, strength, but depending on the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's wow. huge. Um, and then also the gay lifestyle. I mean, I, I really thought when I left the gay lifestyle that, um, that I would struggle with it for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. But just within the last year, God has really just given me freedom from that, wow. and I don't, and I, I don't struggle with that anymore.
1: That is, that is so cool. That is such a healing, and not, I mean, not everybody gets that, so that's not a guarantee. But wow, God is able to provide. Well, Scripture says God wants to give us the desires of our heart, and so if we're desiring that which honors Him, He wants to work in us to bring that about. Lynn?
2: You said something to me recently that really impacted me as well. You know, often we think that we have to have a partner, <laughs> whether LGBTQ or opposite sex in order to be fulfilled. And so many people just spend their lives just looking for that perfect person that's going to make them feel good, right? Right. And yet you said to me recently, I think I might be okay the rest of my life, even if God decides that I'm single, right? That's huge place to get to, right? With who you are in Jesus.
3: Yeah, because I had a desire to be married and have kids but at the same time like i am just so and this happened just recently okay. but i'm just so content with who i am um, that i i don't i don't need somebody else to fulfill me yeah. Um, and I don't have, I don't need kids. I mean, I have 22 nieces and nephews, so <laughs> oh, that's I great. can just borrow them wow. and, and uh, ship them back and home. And then, then give them back. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of
1: like with uh, grandchildren, right? I know. We like it. so much fun. Have them and then give them back. Yeah. Okay. That, I mean, that is so amazing. And, and it's such an important place to get to because it's such a healthy place. Even if you do move into another relationship, when you move into a relationship from a point of, I don't need you, I may, I may want the relationship, I may enjoy who you are, but I don't need you to be whole. I don't need you to be content because my security, my significance are coming from this intimate relationship I have with God and the fact that I have his approval now. I have the righteousness of Christ that covers me so I know I've got God's love. So even if you miss devotions for one day, two days a week, God's love toward you doesn't change in that. And so when you go back, you don't go back all guilty. Because, I mean, I've never been part of a performance-based religious group like the traditional ones. But definitely in terms of my family, Christian orientation, there was a certain amount of legalism, performance. And I struggled with any time I felt like I had messed up having to kind of earn my way back into God's good graces. Mm -hmm. And it was such a freeing thing To get to the point where we go, no, no, no. Yeah, I fell here. Yes, I've fallen short. You know, all sin, all fall short of of the glory of God every single day. But my Abba loves me. And even when I fall short, I can run back to his lap and have his approval, and I can just start there. Right. Instead of taking a day or a week or a month to try to earn my way back, which is so stressful, so tiring.
2: And here, you know, Mike and I almost needed to go to a marriage weekend when we're <laughs> refiguring out our marriage after performance-based religion and in Jesus. I used to, in the past, blame him if I thought he wasn't fulfilling my needs, right? Yep. Once I got solid in Jesus, it wasn't about me and my needs anymore right. it became about my relationship with god i had this peace; everything was good and the pressure was off <laughs> of right. him in the relationship praise god which is how it should have been right from right. the beginning
1: right. which is why the tagline for our podcast is experience a, a grace, grace that, that heals, heals. Yeah. because there is healing we are all such broken fallen people And we continue to be with Jesus, broken, fallen people, but now we have a healer in Jesus that begins to mend those wounds. So um, we're kind of coming down to the last few minutes of the podcast. So Mary, anything you would like people to know, anything you want to share about your current relationship? I mean, this is kind of your story, so...
2: Or anything you would say to folks leaving Mormonism, maybe? yeah or
3: any performance based religion I just think that <clears throat> that we shouldn't turn to other people to fulfill us that the Lord loves us unconditionally and that he wants what's best for us and um, and for me, like I just, I really have a desire to be in ministry, and that's why, like, that's why I'm so content with just, you know, if if it comes down to it, just being single for the rest of my life. Um, And so, yeah, I just, I just want to encourage people that, um, just to look to the word, um, to the word of God. And, um
1: Have and you had any particular verses that have been that have been helpful to you in that in that area that come to mind in terms of just being able to rest or trusting? Um sorry I'm kinda of putting you on the spot here no, a little you're bit, fine. but even if you come up with a snippet we'll figure out where they are and put them in the show notes, so <laughs>
3: um He gives strength to the to the weak, empowered or strength. Strength to the weak.
1: weak, yeah,
3: and power to the. We'll, we'll find it. We'll look it, it up, <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah. Okay, but yeah, but hold on. That God, um, He gives grace to the humble, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, resist the proud. Okay, so I mean, anything else?
3: No, I, th- I mean, I think that's. I just hope my story is is very encouraging um, to anybody who is either living the LGBT community, the the LGBT lifestyle, or the Mormon church. Um, Just that if, if I can overcome and completely fall head over heels in love with the Lord, Anyone
1: can. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and really, I think that's so much what it's about. It's not about religion. It's not about a system. It's not about the organization. Mm-hmm. It is about falling in love with a person. It's about falling in love with Jesus and being able to trust him as a person. Because really, relationships are about trust, wouldn't you say, Lynn? You can't have intimacy without trust.
2: Yeah. There is one true church, but it is the believers. We are the body of Christ. There is no one true church organization.
1: Right. So.
2: And we give him all the glory.
1: Absolutely. Amen. Well, Mary, thank you so much. I'm so glad we got to do part two, hear kind of the rest of your story, and certainly a much happier ending than where we kind of left off last week. Absolutely. But that's our faithful God. Um, He loves us incredibly. So thanks for being with us. Thanks for sharing.
3: Yeah, thanks for having me. Oh,
2: and folks in transition be encouraged. It's tough at first, but it it can end in a wonderful, peaceful place. Right.
1: And we'd like to say that if you're listening and this is one of the first things you've listened to on the podcast, please listen to Mary's story. Part one, the preceding episode and go to unveilinggracepodcast.com because there you can find all of our previous episodes. This is, uh, we're now into the forties in our episodes. So there's a lot of past episodes. There's a lot of stories of people who have experienced the same transformation, relationship, intimacy, they've experienced a grace that heals. And that's so much what we want for you.
0: Thank you for listening to the Unveiling Grace podcast. Join us next time for another conversation devoted to helping your life and relationships flourish. As always, you can find show notes, program transcripts, and leave us your comments and questions at unveilinggracepodcast.com. For a limited time, we are offering the Wilder's book, Seven Reasons We Left Mormonism, for a donation of any amount. Go to unveilinggracepodcast.com and click on the free book button to request yours. We greatly appreciate your support for the Unveiling Grace podcast, where you can experience a grace that heals.